You're listening to the Take Him With You podcast with Rick and Amy on the Stitcher Radio Network. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 210 of Take Him With You. I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. We're going to have a great Valentine's Day special. Now, don't turn it off. Even if you're single, stick around. Southern Rockabilly. Rockabilly? Rockabilly. That's for Billy Bob 476. Oh, okay. No, that's actually because of a project I was working on this week, which we can talk about in a minute. Okay. But I was feeling very Southern in my roots. Okay, some people say roots, some people say roots. What is it, roots or roots? Depends where you're from. Okay. Roots or roots? How about you? What do you say? Me? Yeah, well, I'm talking to you, aren't I? Oh, I just, I think I say roots. And I see, I say roots. And I say roots. And you say, I say bag, and you say. You say beg, I say bag. Bag. Beg. No. Ah, oh, you got me doing it I say it bag. No. And you say beg. You need to talk louder. I say bag and louder. you say bag. or I don't know what you say. It doesn't really matter. No. Okay, good. So I say roots and you say ruts. No, roots. <laughs> roots. 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 <sighs> okay. <laughs> We're getting off to a really fine start, hey, aren't everybody. we? <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. The Take Him With You podcast. Can you believe we have 210 episodes under our belt now? Wow. That's a lot. And we must apologize. We've had a <coughs> well, crazy yeah. week. So yeah. some people were like, oh, that's, I always listen to it on Sunday morning and when we didn't get it done this weekend. And... ready to go on their run or whatever. Yeah. And we weren't, we weren't there for you, man. We weren't there. We weren't there for you. There's lots of reasons for that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we'll talk about those reasons here in a moment. But then we're going to talk today. It's a special um, Take Him With You broadcast because we're going to be talking about um, February 14th is Valentine's Day. But we're mm-hmm. going to talk a little bit about love and God's perspective on love. Mm-hmm. And we thought that would be kind of a cool subject to cover. And don't worry, if you're single, don't turn it off because we're not just going to talk about couples. We're going to talk about what God thinks about love. Okay. And it should be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. should be pretty cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, uh, okay, we'll be right back, I guess, then, because my wife is hardly talking at all. <laughs> I will. Believe me, I will. Oh, yeah, I know this. <laughs> I know this very well. Stick around. Have you ever experienced uncontrollable bouts of geekdom? If so, the Anomaly Podcast may be right for you. 
In clinical studies, anomalies interviews, convention reports, commentary on geek culture, games, sci-fi and fantasy television, literature and film provided a feeling of fullness while promoting health for optimal geekiness. The Anomaly podcast is not suitable for all people. Only geekily active cool chicks with a healthy sense of humor should listen. Geekily active cool guys should listen too. Anomaly has resulted in sudden fits of squee. Broad smiles may appear without warning and could become permanent. The most common side effects of Anomaly are unconsciously joining in the Gamma Quadrant golf clap, out loud, at work, to the amusement of co-workers, and attempting to interject opinions aloud to hosts who can't hear the listener. But in all cases, the benefits outweigh the risks. Ask your anomaly if you're healthy enough for entertainment of this caliber. You don't need a doctor's messy handwriting to obtain a free subscription. Anomaly is available over-the-counter at Stitcher Radio and in the iTunes, Zune, and BlackBerry stores. You can also stream episodes of Anomaly and Anomaly Supplemental at AnomalyPodcast.com. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y Podcast.com. Just one one-hour episode provides 24 hours of relief and never leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Music by JewelBeat.com I'm to get myself some crawfish. Crawfish? You mean crawfish. Here we call them crawdads, and they look like bugs in the stream. No, they look like little lobsters, baby lobsters. Well, lobsters baby look lobsters, like big bugs. Baby lobsters riding on... They look like... A pig, baby lobsters. Lobsters just look like big bugs. I like lobster. You do? I don't ever get to eat it because it's too expensive, but... Yeah, I'm going, I don't know that I've ever seen you eat lobster. Have you eaten lobster since we've been married? Well, let's see. We've been married for almost 27 years. Yeah. Okay. You've seen me eat lobster. Really? Yes. Huh. I bought like a a lobster tail and made it one time. Remember I grilled it? Um, not really. They were on sale for like super cheap one day. Now I know why. Because there was like, they were bad. No, there was two bites. Oh. If I wanted to pay $5 for two bites of food, I'd go to a fancy restaurant. Probably pay more than that. Probably pay $30 for two bites of food then. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know why we're talking about crawdads and lobsters. I do. Absolutely. Okay, Okay, you can explain why we're talking about Because I did a big project uh, for the Tourism Council at Dauphin Island and the surrounding communities Mm -hmm. in, uh, in, where is it? Uh, is it Alabama? Yeah, it's the Gulf Coast uh, in the surround. I'm so sorry. I, you know, I've said it. I did the voiceover for it, and I did the music, and I should remember exactly where it is. Well, I remember one time you were showing me some of the music you were working on, and you said, "Yeah, the, you're using some of the same chords as in Sweet Home Alabama," but of course, you couldn't play Sweet Home Alabama. Because that's a copyrighted song. Yeah. But you used some of the similar chords, but in just different ways. Dauphin Island and the villages of South Mobile County. Mobile, Alabama. Mobile. Mobile, Alabama. And it was really a lot of fun to do. But I I want to go visit there now because 
I saw a bunch of video from there, and it's really neat. But one of the projects I've been doing is uh, doing the music and and writing the script and the voiceovers for their video to I promote on their website. Warm, I bet it's warmer there than it is here if it's on the Gulf Coast. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it's gorgeous. And they, they have like a seafood capital there and uh, some really yummy food there. And they've got beautiful beaches. And you can take your kayak down the bayou. Is that how you say it? Bayou. Down on the bayou. Right, you know what I'm okay, talking about? Okay, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That, um, do we have any listeners from Alabama? Well, as close as I could get was the the Anomaly Girls because they are Texas. from Texas. But I don't think they're in southern Texas by the Gulf. I think they're up north further. I can't remember. They told me where they live, but I can't remember. Mm. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun. It was a it was a big, very big, challenging project, and we're not done yet. We just did the the uh, the prelim, pre- preliminary preliminary preliminary. Okay. Okay. You like we're, that? We're in goofy moods. We you, are I gotta so play you the, uh, tired because of the crazy week we've you, had. We always say we're tired. We're not that tired. I'm Don't tired. listen to her. We're not tired. I'm tired. No, we're not. You're, maybe you're not. No, we're I not. Am. Usually you're just starting to warm up this time of day. And I'm like, I usually get up and get going and clean and do all kinds of things. And then then I in the evening I'm like, uh. How's that? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let me play you the cool part where it rocks out, okay? This is where I did uh, in the in the song. There's a part where these kids are being pulled on an inner tube uh-huh. or like a like a what when you pull behind a boat, you know, it's not an actual inner tube, it's an inner tube made for that. Okay. You know, the kids grab a hold of and then you with a power boat, you're like and you take them around and they kind of sp- like water skiing but Correct. Not. Correct. And so they wanted a part that rocked out in the middle of it. So Here's that part. I'll get, I'll let everybody listen to what. I, and this is with my new system. I just love it. Hold on, we're gonna play it right now. Well, what did you think? Well, it sounded really great with my headphones pulled off my head. <laughs> I try not to be offended when you say things like that. Oh, you just like music louder than I do is all. So there you go. That was one of my projects this week. I had like six. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so business has picked up. At least for this cu- the next couple of weeks, it'll be busy. And then, of course, I do all the work and then I get paid. So uh, this will be, yeah, yeah it's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, when you own your own business, it's a whole different story. Cash flow becomes an issue. Yeah. You don't have a regular paycheck. No. No. You know, we always did for years and years and years, and now we don't. Yeah. I mean, for the last four years, we haven't. When you were in full time pastoring, your paycheck wasn't very big, but it was consistent. We knew what we were going to get. Yeah. So that was kind of nice. You could budget. Now, budgeting is kind of challenging. You just. To say the least. You just pay the bills, hopefully, yeah. when <laughs> by the time they're due. And, yeah. 
it's crazy. Yeah. So, so I, I worked on that, and then I mm-hmm. also worked on a, a group from Australia on their songs, and then also um, uh, been helping with uh, another project with uh, Steph and Sonic as he's working on a thing, and I scored a chapter of that and put that in, and, and uh, of course we're going to tweak on it and all that jazz coming up, but uh, so did that, and I also did another round of insults. And now I have to cut the insults apart and send the individual insults to the company. And I did another video game for a guy in Boston where I did um, six different uh, pieces of music, you know, small pieces of music for it that go on a loop. So and also the uh, the levels, the next, like, four levels of talking on it. So you have Boston... Boston, Australia, Australia, Alabama. Again, two Australias. Yeah, two Australias, a Boston, an Alabama, and did I do any other? And there others? is no. another one where I'm not sure if you've done it yet, but you were doing a music for a, a landscape video about. Um, oh yeah, that's the that, other one. Well, we'll see if that pans out or not. Is I that put Spain a bid in or Germany or Germany? And you've worked for them before, so this is a. Yeah, I've worked for the people in Germany. Yeah. I don't talk that way very well. Our friend Harry talks like that, but he's from Austria. Mm-hmm. So it sounds similar. They're like Prob- cousins. I'd probably get in trouble for saying that. Well, for us, when they're speaking English, their accent sounds similar, but they would probably say, just like here, we might, people over there might think that someone from. Um, Texas sounds similar to someone from Washington, but, but here don't. we don't. Here, even though it's all English, we can tell that the dialect is a little bit different. Well, that's there's a whole big thing about the Geico lizard. Okay, is he Australian or is he English? So does he have an English accent or an Australian accent? And I would have to say, uh, wouldn't it be Australian? They don't have so. lizards in England like that. Sure, they do. No. Sure they do. Not like that. In the pet stores, they probably do. Well. Guys in England and gals in England, do you have lizards? <laughs> That's the question of the day. Oh, my. Just asked. Okay. What's wrong, what's wrong with that? So, so email yeah, us and let so us know if you have lizards. By the way, did, did we mention that we got a really great email from our friend Greg? Did we say that already? I, you may have, I and mean, you we had debated about reading it because it was about. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we did we talk about, about it last that. week. So, Greg, if you're listening again, thank you for that great yeah. email. We, we love might we might actually feedback. just tackle the subject, but I'm not uh, sure how we're going to do that. It's a very difficult subject. It is talking about my preference in meatloaf is very difficult. No. That's not what it was, and it's kind of gross that you brought up meatloaf when it comes to that subject. So, oh, Ugh. yeah, we'll we'll think about and pray about whether to tackle that subject. I don't even. I can't even. Ugh, no. So, um, yeah. So your week was really busy. Yeah. And, and what did you do this week, dear, deario? I worked a lot, and I'm. We just we're in the process of. Um, my mom and I have cleaning out my uncle's house. We've been cleaning closets and dressers and selling his furniture for him because he's been in assisted care for about three years oh, now. Oh, so he's selling his house. Yeah, so we're getting ready to sell his house, but we're going to do a garage sale and sell his things and then get the carpets cleaned and 
I'm going to, you know, go and wipe out all the cupboards and everything, get everything pristine to put it up for sale. And um, it's kind of a process, you know, even though in some ways it's easier because it's only one person's things because he was a bachelor, but um, it's still work. And so... Hey, when you have that many years of accumulation. Yeah, he's in his mid-80s, so there, you know, quite a few things in the house. Sure. So we've been cleaning that out and on top of my other jobs. And then I had the grand idea of having a few girlfriends over for a movie night Saturday. And that's <sighs> part of the reason why our podcast got delayed. But you were working, too. Yeah, I worked really um, late. For three, and <laughs> four nights in a row, I've been up till 1, 1.30 in the morning working. Yeah, and then sometimes getting up early to go Meet do with clients and then and do some more, yeah. Oh, one night, I think you got to bed at one thirty, and then you got you up at 4. 4 o'clock to meet with clients in Australia. And, uh, so, but... But, okay, I got to talk about my movie night. This was so hilarious. So I invited friends over to watch a movie, and I am very technically challenged. And so... No. So we couldn't find the the, the remote for the... Surround sound surround system. Sound and the Blu-ray player. The Blu-ray yeah. Player. So we thought, well, we'll just try put... And then I couldn't find... I wanted to show them we bought a zoo because Catherine bought that for me for my birthday. It's a movie. It's a movie. We and bought a zoo. Highly recommended it. by us. It's a very cute movie. And Unless, of course, you're a real animal lover like me and then you'll bawl your eyes out when you don't expect to. Yeah. Go ahead. So I, I couldn't find the movie. Stupid movie. I love the movie, but I couldn't find it. So we're going to watch another DVD. We're going to watch a Jane Austen movie. So put it in, and it wouldn't play without the remote. Yeah. And tried a different one. It wouldn't play. And then we looked at Netflix, and finally we ended up just playing a streaming ABC goofy movie about a princess it was off kinda, of apple tv it was kind of quirky and fun and apple tv is really cool by the way just want yeah. you to know so we finally got a movie watched and then actually before that too our dog started getting sick but we weren't sure if it was our dog it was some one of the pets started having some problems the big d yeah you know in, what that in your music i don't want to say no let me let me sing it for you Diarrhea, 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 diarrhea. She doesn't want me to sing this. No. Sorry. No. So, um, yeah, in the music studio and then in my daughter's room. And so we got all that cleaned up. And we had our get together. And then. And then. And then this morning and I woke then. up to it all over the living room. Smelled like a sewer. And I got that. You know why up. it smelled like a sewer? Hi. Because it was gross manure. And then, we, <laughs> then we were trying to get ready for church, and I found it all over the living room again. Oh. And and so the we only, did. We did deductive reasoning. Did only, we not? Two of our cats are outside. One was sound asleep in our son's room, and the only animal around and about to have done that was, was our, our dog, beautiful little doggy Jade. Jade. So, so her tummy's upset. So you had done some research on the internet. About I can't believe what to why are we do. talking about dog poop? Well, I was trying. Hey, not everybody! To really... It's the Take Him With You Dog Poop I Podcast. Was, I wasn't talking about that. I was just saying upset stomach. I wasn't trying to get 
too detailed. All right. So you did some research about upset tummies for pets, and they said to do pumpkin and pumpkin and ground, ground turkey. turkey. And I still had some pumpkins left from my garden that I And I, grew. I went and got a turkey and ground it. No, I got turkey out of ground turkey out of our freezer and thawed it out. It was really hard. Gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> so I steamed the pumpkin and and she cook did. the ground turkey and then I mushed them all together with a potato masher and Jade ate them. Yes. So we're hoping we're going to continue on that diet for a couple of days and hopefully her tummy will get better. Yeah. Poor poor little girl. Yeah. So I stayed home from church so that I could let her out frequently so that she wouldn't have any more problems because I'm getting tired of cleaning the carpet. So yeah. all the time. She seems to be doing a little bit better tonight. She's yeah. right now sleeping next to us in her doggy bed. Well, she was, but she what? heard her name. Oh, hi, Jado. Come here. Come hi. Here, sweetheart. She... she looks like she needs to go outside. Yeah. You want to take a pause here? And... Yeah, pause and I'll put her out. Get it? Pause? Ha <laughs> All right, hold on. My name is Al. And I'm Joyce. And we're, we're huge, huge Disneyland, Disneyland fans. fans. In fact, we love the Disneyland Resort so much, we host a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on earth to share that passion with others. That's right. On our show, Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast, we share current resort news, some tips and tricks we've learned over the years to help make your Disneyland Resort vacation the most magical experience ever. We uncover little-known and often-overlooked gems we like to call hidden treasures and even review the attractions and places to eat that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And if that wasn't enough, we even share some video episodes to help keep you in that Disney magic state of mind. If you're a longtime fan of the Disneyland Resort or you've just recently discovered the magic, this podcast is for you. You can find Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast at www. Talescast.com and in iTunes. And remember, make, make it, it a Mickey, Mickey day. day. You know what was cool about the their latest uh, video podcast? What? I got to go on the ride in the new Cars Land with them. Oh, cool! I have. It was really, really cool. Yeah, because they. I don't think they really had Cars Land. No, they didn't have it then. It just they opened had, this year, dear. They or had a version the of last year. Of, they kind of had a version of something cars like when um, I went with Catherine when she was nine. She's seventeen now, so it was eight years ago. Yeah, uh, but nothing but like this. Like they they did the whole uh, the whole town. Mm. It's really cool, but it, I really really enjoyed it, and uh, yeah, it was fun. That's cool. They always do a great job, and then. I think they also had, um, I can't remember the name of the other ride, Al. Anyway, it was um, it was cool, too. It was fun. Um, it's over in that one land that we, we enjoyed it, too. What was it called? There's, like, Futureland. No, no, no. It was, like, Western with, part. Yeah, it was Western-themed time of stuff. Oh, I sorry. I'm so sorry. Wish I knew off the top of my head. All I know is that my favorite podcasts that they do, even though they do great on the audio ones, I love the video ones because I get to go to Disneyland with them. Aww. And they do this really fun thing. They show the video and then they comment on it after they've been there. Okay. And so you get this really cool like 
firsthand, you know, memory down memory lane when they went on the ride. And Al does a great job at filming everything. So you got to check it out. Tales from the Mouse House. Very fun. Check them out. On Stitcher Radio. And I think they posted the other day that I was really, something I was really excited about. What was that? That now at Disneyland, you know, I love corn dogs, but I really don't like hot dogs. I just basically like the sweet, crunchy cornmeal that's fried, right? Right. Well, now they have cheddar filled corn dogs. You know, meaning no dog in them, but no cheddar? No dog, but cheese in the middle? Oh, that, my Doesn't gosh. that sound divine? I don't know if I'd like it. It has, like, real cheese instead of chemically nitrated hot dogs in the middle. I'm not sure if I'd like that. I think I would. Of course, I'm not a, you know, I don't eat corn dogs every day either, so. I don't eat them every day, but you do know that I if like we, corn dogs. Now, let's get honest. If we could, we would. <laughs> if we could, we would. <laughs> it's yeah. just not really good for us. Yeah. But if I went back to Disneyland, I would, I would. Eat We're gonna go someday. We'll go when I get big contracts. We'll meet Alan Joyce in Disneyland and our friend Kenny and um, maybe Wayne and Debbie will come. That would be really fun. Yeah. And uh, we could meet all of our buddies that live down in the California area and Arizona area. That'd be cool. That'd be fun. It would be fun. Yeah. Maybe someday. Ha <laughs> ha. Maybe we need to have a podcasting convention down there <laughs> or something. I I had a very traumatic week though in some aspects. Yeah. How was it traumatic? On Monday? Yeah. I went to the eye doctor. Uh-huh. And they dilated my eyes so I looked like I was on drugs. But they have to do that with the diabetes they want to check. And see how your eyes are handling the disease. Mm -hmm. I'm fine. Thank you very much. Everything's good. But I had to get a new prescription because I couldn't see in front of my, I couldn't see my iPhone or my iPad. Mm -hmm. And then everything far away was starting to get all blurry again, too. So I was like, what? Anyway, this bad boy gets bifocals tomorrow. Well, I've had them since I was 40, so I don't feel too bad for you. So, everybody, it's Rick Moyer, the bifocal boy. <laughs> I went through that six years ago, so. And then I became my science teacher. You d oh, okay. Because I bought the little thing so I wouldn't lose my glasses that hangs around your neck. Well, you have to explain. What? Because you had to get two pairs of glasses. Uh, I didn't have to, but... Because I do a lot of reading on the computer and my mm -hmm. devices, I got just a set for the close range. And I used them in church today, except that I look like a granny because I had them pitched on the end of my nose so I could read my iPad and I could read my the Bible and stuff and take notes. But then uh -huh. when I look up, our pastor looked all fuzzy. So, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. Yes. I guess when I get the bifocals, when I look up, she will be clear. And then when I look down, that will be clear. Correct. Yeah, but it takes a while to get used to it, so be prepared for about three days <sighs> of feeling a little bit disorientated, maybe even a little bit sick to your stomach. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> it takes a while to get used to like where to step when you're going down steps, and you have to point your nose at what you want to look at. Well, I got a little more expensive ones. I wasn't planning on spending anything on them, but um, the, the, the normal priced ones are the kind you have to point your head at. Yeah, that's the kind I have. And then they had another 
level, another level, and then another level. You could get the super duper ones, but they cost you like five hundred bucks. And but then they have developed the lenses so that you have more of it. You can it goes to the side and everything now. Mm-hmm. But original bifocals were only like an hourglass shape when you looked out of them. So if you look to the right, you couldn't see. Yeah, I. So I got the third level, not the fifth level. Hmm. So it should be a little bit better because I said I really, if I'm gonna wear these all the time and see, I really like to see. Yeah. But I it just could justify spending all that money. It's a challenge getting used to bifocals, but once yeah. you do, it's really nice to be do able. Do they to have see bifocals for them. contact lenses? I I believe they do now. How would you that do they're that? They're kind of weighted. So, so that, the one side stays down? Yeah. That's weird. The part that will help you see close that's up really, really goes weird, to the bottom. That's really, really weird. But cool. And the, the part that helps you see long distances is stays to the top. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then some people do um, a thing where they have one eye that they have a contact in to see close up. And one eye that's One eye far for off. distances. So That's they have two different prescriptions. I don't know if I could do that. I can't and even so, put any, I can't put contacts in my eyes. I won't do it. Have you, I, I haven't ever I don't, tried. okay. I can't touch my eyeball without freaking out. Well, I have astigmatism in my left eye, and I and it used to be if you have astigmatism, you couldn't wear contacts. But well, I don't know if it's the me, same I way. Have, I have a astigmatism in my eye. That's why I, my original glasses weren't very strong. Now... The new ones are a little stronger. Do you have astigmatism in your eye, too? Yeah, that's why I had to get glasses, because my left eye was fuzzy from the astigmatism. Oh, that's the same eye that I have the astigmatism in. Well, and then, see? Left you know eyes. how that is. Huh. Probably got it from you. So, no, I think you're born with it. I caught it from it. you. You're born with it. It's because I kiss you. Yeah, I don't think you're, you're think contagious. Astigmatisms are contagious, everybody. No, I had astigmatism before I kissed anybody. Okay. I was I had to have glasses when I was a kid to read. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I hadn't been kissing you yet. You kiss me now. Yeah. Want to kiss? Not right, right this second. <laughs> <laughs> well, is this the Valentine's Day special? We should kiss. No. Here, I'm ready. Here you go. <laughs> that wasn't. That was kissing. awesome. You kissed your finger. <laughs> All right. That's enough. Okay. Oh, mercy. Let's not talk anymore. Let, well, we have to talk, but <laughs> we'll be back with our subject in just one momento. Stick around. You're going to have such a great time next week on the podcast. Okay, why? Because you're going to tell everybody about your Valentine's surprise. Yeah, I have no idea what this <coughs> is, what the surprise is. I've got is. the whole evening planned out. Okay, you still haven't told me what time I need to be done with work. You need to be home by f- five something. Okay, you're going to have to talk with my employer. 5.30. How about 5.30? Hmm. We'll see. Be home by 5.30 on Thursday night, baby. Well, I'll try. I usually don't get off work till 5. And then you can tell everybody next week what I did for you. Mm. 
Valentine's Day. It's a special day. Yeah. It hasn't always been special. There's been a few Valentine's Days that I didn't like very much. Really? When? Before I met you, dear. Oh. You know, I remember when... When I was a single man. I remember... I'm a single man. Can I tell what I remember? If you want. I remember sometimes... I haven't done this for a while, but when when I had... um our first son and I was home for the first time because before then I worked but I was a stay-at-home mom when the kids were little and there were a few valentines times that from like February 1st to February 14th I put a little valentine treat in your lunch every day do you remember that yeah I made you little valentine cookies with messages and gave you one a day that was just one year, dear. And then another year. But it was really nice of you. And Thank then you. another year, I would put like little treats like gum or little pieces of candy in there. And this chewed notes. gum, by the way. No, it wasn't chewed gum. It was just little that treats. That was kind of nice. Cause, you know. So I put little treats in your lunch every day for a couple of weeks before Valentine's. Mm-hmm. This year... Well, I've been working, so I haven't You're got not you any. treats and anything for me this year. You make your own lunch now. <laughs> I can't I'm have gone. like sugar cookie hearts or. I'm sorry. Yeah, sure. No, it's okay, dear. It's fine because Thursday night will be very fun for you. Okay. I hope. I. <laughs> I mean, I planned this out. I hope it's good. Okay. Yeah. I told you we could have just got a you bake pizza and stayed home little... and watched a movie. <laughs> Yeah, this is what happens when you've been married for so long. Yeah. I don't care what we do on Valentine's Day. Well, blah, blah. I don't care. I, I love the, ah, it's just, just a commercialism thing. It's not that I don't Don't care. buy me any chocolates. I just think that it's about spending time together, and you don't have to spend an awful lot of money and go out to eat to do that. Uh, well, do you want a little hint? Okay. Do you really want one? Well, I want one. So, do I? Do I need to change out of my work clothes, or do I need to get cleaned up a little bit? Okay, you can't invest. You cannot investigate. Okay. But I'll give you a hint. All right. Another member of our family mm-hmm. is part of the surprise. Hmm. <laughs> well, we have three cats, a dog, a daughter, and. Two sons, son, a daughter-in-law, and I'm getting a new kitten for her. You better not. <laughs> After what Jade's put me through the last couple of days, Don't I do not want to see any more pets. She's asleep on her bed. No more pets. Okay, so anyway, there you go. That's your hint. No more kittens. But you can, now, like I said, you can't go around and ask everybody if they're part of the surprise mm-hmm. or not. That would not be fair. No breaking the rules. Hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So there. Okay. Next week, everybody, she will have a good report on what we did on Valentine's Day. I will take pictures, and uh, I will post them accordingly. All right. So get ready, everybody. Cool. Okay. Now I'm just sitting here waiting for you now. (laughs) 
weren't very curious. So the <laughs> effort that I put me, into this should be worth it. You told it. me that I couldn't ask anything, but you didn't tell me if I need to get out, change out of my work clothes or not. You don't have to. You might want to. Okay. You might want to put something nice. You don't want to have a flowered scrub top. I don't care. On my, on I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I think you're beautiful, whatever you're dressed in. <laughs> my ponytail and scrub top. Yeah, you don't. I mean, it doesn't matter if you have a scrub top or not. Scrub. What did you say? Scrub top. Is okay, that what it's called? Yeah. I said a scrub top. Okay. So um, yeah. So, well, we'll find out what happens. So, talking about Valentine's Day. Ah, nice way to segue. We we were thinking, what do we talk about for our podcast today? And so, we were going to talk maybe a little bit about love. L-O-V-E. Exciting and new Come aboard We're expecting you And love Life's sweetest reward Let it flow It floats back to you your mind on a new romance and love won't hurt anymore it's an open smile on a friendly shore it's love welcome Do you remember staying up on Saturday night? Saturday night to watch that show? Yes, and Fantasy Island was on right after it. That's welcome to Fantasy Island. The plane, the plane. Con. Con. Ricardo Montalban. Anyway, Captain Steubing took us on an adventure every week on the love boat. But do you really think that the love boat was actually love, or should it have been called the lust boat? The lust boat soon will be giving you a disease. Well, I mean, the lust boat promises. I just gambling and all. I'm these just things. um a little bit um skeptical about the idea of people meeting and. Falling in love and and just... Well, you can be as skeptical as you want, but there's cruises like that. Chemical reaction cruises? <laughs> well, I'm just saying... No, they're not allowed to have drug cruises. Well, no, I'm talking about... Hormones? Hormones, yeah. 
Okay, so the love boat. The reason I played that is just because, well, number one, it's hilarious. And uh, number two, we used to watch that. And out of our media and our culture, uh, it's really interesting what they describe love as. Mm -hmm. Wow. She's getting all violent in here, everybody. No, something just fell off. You're just like crazy. So, yeah, it is interesting. Okay, so if I asked you, Amy, Mm -hmm. according to the love boat, of course, that's not popular anymore, but according to the, The Bachelor... Yeah, I don't or, watch that show, but some people do. Yeah, or whatever I show. actually talked to my daughter about The Bachelor because um, it's not a show that I watch, but I do know people that watch it. And it just kind of bugs me, that, that concept that 20 women try to win the affections of this man, and it's totally a fake environment. I mean, yeah. they're not living their normal lives so you can't see how they react to family or friends or to pets or to work or to life to life i mean it's just a lot of drama involved and it's a reality show i mean a lot of it's fake but it's not yeah it's a fake show it should be called a instead of reality it should be called a fake the (laughs) fakeolator so i i just think that sometimes uh it's yeah the whole dating thing is you know put on your best clothes and you put your best foot forward and and it's it's not always seeing people the way their character the way they really are and so it's just i don't know so when okay <clears throat> you didn't answer my question what so if somebody was to say well the definition of love according to the media is um well be attracted to someone and then have these romantic feelings and hop into bed with them on like the first or second date. Um, and always have mad, crazy sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of, and then there's some dramatic breakup and affairs and adultery and all well, these things. No, no, no. They, the media doesn't, I mean, they, they, they don't, society doesn't say that part of it. Well, I mean, if people watch soap operas, that's not my kind of favorite TV genre. But I mean, it. But there are some shows that sometimes I I find myself watching in the evening. I don't watch daytime TV usually, but sometimes I'll get into a TV show and we're going. This is getting dramatic. It's kind of getting soap opera-y. Yeah. But it seems like. It seems like most of Hollywood's idea of love revolves around sex. Right. And then, and it's not that, you know, God created male and female and he created ways for them to be together intimately. She so, was going to say, and he did create sex. And so it's not that, that God thinks sex is bad, but there are boundaries that he put in place to protect us from getting hurt from getting hurt and from spreading disease and from having unwanted children and there are benefits to following his plan for sex that that it should be in a loving committed relationship and not randomly spreading disease (laughs) and and yeah so not the love them and leave them or lust them and leave them yeah. Right. Which, so okay. So 
Yeah. What? Okay. So the the repercussions of this type of attitude. Yeah. Towards love, mm-hmm. which really isn't love. Lust. Right. Um, the repercussions of it is over 50% of the people that get married get divorced. Mm-hmm. Because a book that you recommend for for people wanting to get married to read mm-hmm. called The Five Love Languages right. by Gary Chapman. Correct. Um, he's an anthropologist, and he says that the feeling of falling in love... Uh-huh. Um, usually only lasts about two years in a relationship. I've heard it as little as a year. One to two years, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at the most two years, you have kind of like that, what we would call the honeymoon phase, where, right. oh, I'm in love, and I'm getting married, and, and people I'm And people say love in. is a feeling, but mm-hmm. really, love has feelings, but mm-hmm. it's more of a commitment than a feeling, because there are days mm-hmm. that you might not feel like, you're loved or you want to love someone Mm -hmm. but if you're committed that's different you have to overlook something well so we can talk (coughs) about the different kinds of love because in the bible in the new testament wait 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 okay i was getting there okay go ahead this is what happens when you don't write notes you just say let's talk about love okay Uh you're getting there go there go go there okay Okay. i'll go there right now (laughs) The next question I had was, if, if in fact there's different degrees of love, like you can love a burrito, yeah, like in our society you can love a burrito, you can love a brother, mm-hmm. or a sister, mm-hmm. or a mom and a dad, mm-hmm. you can love a TV show. Mm-hmm. Now listen, I'm using the same word, but it means so many different things as we go through here. Mm-hmm. You can you can love skiing down a mountain. Mm-hmm. You can love driving your car. Mm-hmm. You can love listening to music. But those all have different meanings. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you say, I love this person, um, sometimes that word has been used so much, we don't know exactly what we mean by it. Well, because it could be you love it like you love chocolate. Right. That that person brings you pleasure like chocolate would. makes you feel good. Right. But that doesn't mean that you're committed to chocolate. Well, I am. But that's, you know, you know what I mean, though. But you could love it like, love a person like you would a brother or sister, which means, you know, you... You wouldn't... You you, would have their back. But you you don't have, like, sexual feelings towards them. Mm -hmm. You're not attracted to them that way. You have a platonic love for Right, them. a platonic. Okay, okay. So we've established that love is, we're not exactly sure all the time when we use, we've cheapened the word love by just using it, but, insert love here. But now, this is what I was going to say about the Bible. No, I was getting there. Oh, when are you going to get there? I'm getting there now. <laughs> I'm getting there now. But according, now we believe, you and I are, are believers in Christ. Mm-hmm. So we have a little different view on love, and it's not okay. Traditionally, people have said, "Well, if you're a Christian, well, then love is really it's it's boring and it's you know it's blah 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 love, you know, brother." But okay. that isn't what we know from when we read scripture. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's talk for a moment about 
what does love mean in the Bible? Because there are, the way that the, the, the Bible is, is we read it in English. What are you doing? I was just making sure we were recording. I didn't see We are recording, moving. my dear. Okay. Okay, so the way that we, um, when we read the Bible, we read it in a, in a translation that has been translated from the Greek and the Hebrew mm -hmm. into English. Mm-hmm. And sometimes old English. But but the the fact is we've done the same thing with the word love here mm -hmm. whereas in the Greek language there are many different words for the word we translate love. Mm -hmm. So let's there in fact three main ones. Yeah, there's more than that, but I thought there's three. Um there's eros which was Now, the... okay, well now okay, okay, okay. So which ones are they? Well, Eros is like the romantic love, the passionate love. Okay, so give me an example in the Bible where it uses that particular thing. I don't have it in front of me. Well, but, it's in but I imagine it would be in Song. Husband and wife. Song yeah. of Solomon uses that type of. Except for that was Hebrew, so it might not have been that word. But well, but, you but know there's what I mean. examples. It was different than the English word love. A love for husband and wife right. might be right. like that, right. but there's also other loves. And then there's um, like Philo, like the beginning of Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love uh -huh. or philanthropist love mm -hmm. for mankind. Right. And that's the brotherly love. Okay. And that's, you know, the love that so you So we have Eros, have. which is the sexual love. Philo, which is the love for your mankind, okay. you know, your compassion and caring. So when it says, for God so love the world... It's saying, um, not either one of those. Interesting. So the one. Which one is that? That would be agape. Love. Ah, <laughs> there's another one, isn't there? Yes, and agape. That, that would be the kind of love for I would take a bullet for you kind of love. That kind I'd of take a bullet for you. The kind, that a song? Yeah, I was saying, but I wasn't gonna sing you, you sing because I don't sing very well, but. It's a self-sacrificing, totally 100% sold-out love. The love that that is unselfish. The love that cares more for the other person. You mentioned, for God so loved the world, John 3.16. Right. That he gave his only son, that no one should perish, but everyone should have everlasting life. So that's the kind of love that God had for us and has for us. Um, there are some other scriptures that I had thought of before. I was looking up. I would take a bullet for you. <laughs> okay. I can't find it. <laughs> that's fine. Why, where, where was that at? But, you know, it's the, some good examples. We were kind of negative about media, but I was thinking of some good examples of that agape love in... Um, movies and jungle book and believe it or not harry potter um they both have that sacrificial kind of love and they even quoted um that verse in the in the new testament that says greater love has no one than this than he that lay his life down for a friend in okay jungle now what book. kind of love is that that's agape love okay so it's not just brotherly love so when it 
It's a total 100% committed love, agape love. Right. And, Un- and unconditional. Unconditional. Doesn't matter if you deserve it or not. Unselfish you get it. Right. love. So when we say, when we are referring, when we're talking on our podcast about how God loves you, mm-hmm. we're not talking about, hey, buddy, slap you on the back. Uh, we're not talking about uh, hubba hubba. We're talking about the actual, um, it doesn't matter if you hate me or not. It doesn't matter if you spit in my face and say I don't exist. I love you and I died on the cross for you and I care about you and I I I'm madly in love with you. That's agape love and I and I would do it again all again for you. Mm-hmm. 100%. Even if even though you don't so deserve bad. it. Mm-hmm. That's the type. And that's when we say God loves you. That's what we're referring to. And I think Jesus said when someone asked him, you know, what do I need to do? You know, what are the greatest commandments is what the question Jesus was asked. And he said, the first is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And the second is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. And both of those talk about 100% committed, sold out, unselfish, love where you are putting god first and then you are putting others before yourself also so you're not you're not thinking about self self what i could get but you're thinking about what you could do for your god and what you could do for your fellow human beings so that's you know that's what jesus said was the most important is to love a hundred percent and not not just love someone and i think my dad and i listened to a cassette tape because this is back in the 80s cassette by by an author i think it was josh mcdowell and he talked about love and he talked about a young couple um, a young man who'd married this beautiful woman and thought he was so in love with her and she got in a car wreck and her face was very very damaged by the accident and she didn't look aesthetically pleasing anymore she she was scarred and and you know her face was broken and and he had to choose at that point well, did he love her because of that physical attraction or did he have that agape kind of love? And we've heard stories mm-hmm. of people that that's happened to and, and the person just walks out of the room and never goes back. Yeah, we, we watched a video of a, a soldier that that yeah. happened. I don't know if he's engaged or married, yeah. but she I think it was, yeah, yeah, his. So what happened in this particular room? Remember I can't really remember, but the point of this story. <laughs> Great. The point of this story. Leave us on the edge. Okay. The point of the story <laughs> was, and this is before I ever met you, but it was talking about true love says, I love you, period. It never says, I love you because this or that, because those things can change. You know, 
I mean, our physical appearances can change. Um, Our emotions can change. Our our business, like our job situations, our finances can change. In fact, most of them will change. Yeah, there's going to be lots of changes in life. And when you truly love someone... You just say, I love you. You don't say, I love you because. I love you because. You know. I love you you because what you can do for me. Yeah. Yeah. Or I love you because you look good next to me when we're walking into, you know, a building or something, you know. And, And sadly, I think that that's more what Hollywood portrays a lot of the time is, you know, they only cover one type of love, and the, it's the eros love. Yeah, the trophy wife kind of love. The, it's or... the sexual thing. Mm-hmm. When, all right, I'm just going to get down to it. Okay. If you're single and you're listening, if you're married and you're listening, if you're whatever and you're listening, here's the deal. How do I put this nicely? Um <laughs> I don't even know what you're trying to well, say, but I'm nervous for you. No, it's <laughs> sex isn't everything in marriage. In fact, it's, a, it's a, even though it's great, don't get me wrong, it's not the main focus of a marriage, even though it's important in it. It's not, you don't base your whole life on the sexual part of a relationship. If you do, you're going to have a problem because sometimes you don't feel like it. And sometimes you might have a problem and you can't. Sometimes you might have a situation where you're apart and you can't do that. Okay, all these circumstances take place, right? And the fact is that it's a smaller part and the agape part of love is much larger in a relationship than the sexual part. Well, it should be. Well, okay, but I'm just saying. If you want a good relationship, mm-hmm. you need to have all the aspects of love involved. Mm-hmm. Now, and that's that includes the brotherly love as well. Because even though you're married to somebody, if I don't have respect for you as a sister, now that, I don't no, don't let, get me weirded out here. I'm not trying to talk about. But you mean incestual that stuff. brotherly I'm, kind of. Love, I'm talking about a respect you? for somebody, loving somebody as a human being. Yes. And giving them, you know, letting them experience life the same way you would be able to. Mm-hmm. Does, that, does that make to sense? To treat other people With the respect. way you would want to be treated. Yes. That's and, what And that, that's what I'm referring yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Kind, being kind and mm-hmm. allowing people to do their potential, not putting your finger on. Because I've seen a lot of husbands that'll, you know, have this weird mentality, ancient mentality that they're superior you know, and then they'll put their thumb on the woman, and she just goes from this vibrant person to this just slug, mm-hmm. and it's and it's totally not her. It's because the man is being so horrible. And then I've seen it the other way around, mm-hmm. where the woman will do the same thing to the man: put her down, put him down, put him down, just make his life completely horrible, and they change. Mm-hmm. When it, in reality, what we're supposed to do is allow each other to live our lives the way that we were meant to live it, and that includes you, you've got the eros, you've got the phileo. And then you've got the agape. And if you don't have all three of those working in a relationship, it's missing an element. Well, it's interesting because one of the verses... Well, no, I mean, I'm not saying that people that aren't married should go out and have sex together. That that didn't... Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just saying 
that these, but these it, are the aspects people, of relationship. If people are dating um, and trying to do things the way the Bible would say to do, you know, it's still nice to hold hands or have sure. a kiss goodnight and sure. have, have an aspect of romantic va, 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 love. Voom. Have an aspect of romantic love. Hubba, hubba. Oh, mercy. So, you know, one of the verses that I, came to my mind that I used to quote to our children all the time when they were young and I wanted them to get along, as I said, <laughs> we're supposed to build each other up in love. Uh-huh. And, and when you're talking about that, brotherly love mm -hmm. you know that's what i think about you should always encourage each other and to be the best you can be and to right. encourage each other to you know compliment each other not in a fake way but right. if you see someone having a good character trait or working hard or you know you see them doing well at something to you know point that out man i, I really appreciate your hard work on that right and so yeah. Boiling down what we're saying mm -hmm. for today's podcast is, I think, really important that we we think about Valentine's Day differently than what the stores and the commercialism, just like we talk about Christmas, should be different mm -hmm. than the whole thing you see on TV and in the ads. Valentine's Day should be different than what you see on the TV and the ads. Valentine's Day, if you really think about it for a moment, what actually the origin of it is is really different. But we covered that I think on last year's or thing. the year before. Or the I'm year before. Sure. We don't we've been doing this for four I, years. I We're think, not sure. I think we've covered some We're not gonna Valentine's do go through the whole origin past. thing today, but but just just throwing this out here, um, that maybe we could look at Valentine's Day different and perhaps take a moment and realize how much God unconditionally loves us mm -hmm. when we don't deserve it, when we've really messed up and when we've really not included him in our lives and we've just made a mockery of him. He still loves us. And as you put it, would take a bullet for us. Yeah. And he, and he you know, he, 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 he has. <laughs> I mean, dying on the cross was no small thing. Yeah. It, it really was an amazing love story. Mm -hmm. that someone would lay down their life like that when we didn't deserve it at all. Mm -hmm. That's pretty amazing. And I think if we think of Valentine's Day like that, instead of instead of if you're single, oh, man, I haven't found my true love or my one love or whatever, you know, that, I, you know I mean, that's important and everything, but hold on for a minute. You are loved. You don't need another person to complete you, even though it is good. You know, God says it's good to find a wife. You know, it's good to have a husband. Those are good, good things. But let's step back for a moment and realize the most important thing is that you're here. Mm -hmm. And that God cares about you and unconditionally loves every one of us. And that is really what Valentine's Day should really all be all about. Even though we've made it into this commercial thing where it's just about couples. It really isn't about couples. Well, there I, shouldn't be. I'm kind of thinking about your cake analogy that years ago you talked about cake and frosting i love cake you do love cake and frosting i don't get to eat it very and, often but i like it and really if we have a solid relationship with god mm -hmm. we have all we really need we have the cake you know we've got all the nutrients we've got the eggs we've got the flour we've got the milk and the oil and we've got all the good 
stuff that really is filling. Yeah. And it, it, that relationship with God should satisfy us. Now, frosting tastes good. And if we have, like you know, frosting. a relationship with someone that brings us joy, that's fine. But other people should not be our, our joy. Our joy should be in following God and having peace and peace with him, peace with God. Right. And and not look to other people for our happiness. But we can well, be grateful yeah, and, for the relationships mm-hmm. we have because they are the frosting. They they make this <coughs> life well, on a, earth a pleasant. Per, a person in right relationship with God is much more lovable by a, by another person. Does that make sense? I, I truly believe that. I remember all the years that I was a youth pastor's wife. I would tell the when was tell that? the young, you know, uh, a couple of years ago. In your other marriage? No, the same one, dear, same one. Yeah. But I would tell the young man, I say, you you want to be attractive to these young girls in youth group? Be sold out for God, love God, because you'll have the fruit well, of character, love, peace, you joy, ha- kindness. You're more stable when you're at when you're at peace with God because you you're like you say you're responsible you care about people other than yourself mm-hmm. you um you won't steal from people you're yeah, th- there's a there's an element of character that comes when you not not that you know I mean God helps that in everybody mm-hmm. uh, not everybody that is has integrity is always following God and that's cool too but I'm just saying mm-hmm. that God helps he helps me you know, in those areas. And I, I believe he helps anybody in those areas and makes you much more attractive and stables your life out so that during the times when you don't feel like you love somebody, you are committed to them anyway. Mm-hmm. And I just think that is just a, it's a fantastic thing. And so love to me is really cool. And I found the song. Okay. But. All right. What do we want to, do you want to play it and then come back and close? I guess because, you know, I don't know all the lyrics. I hope it's a good song. <laughs> I, I guess we'll find out right now. Uh, this is Matt Kearney, and uh, it's called Bullet. <laughs> right here on Take Him With You. Yesterday I was sitting recalling reminiscing Trying to remember whenever there was nobody listening Before the hugging and the kissing The booing and the hissing All I had was just a vision All I had was my ambition Your love without condition Kept me swinging when the missing My eyes upon the prize Kept me striving for the mission When I was down for the count Falling out of commission I can hear your voice now Screaming out, son, listen Get on up, don't give up Though you struck opposition Time to buck all that stuff Find out what's your condition Like a pull in my soul like keys in my ignition, call you all my commission, my love and my vision. And doesn't matter if you call me wrong, doesn't matter if you steal my soul, doesn't matter if we're all alone, it doesn't matter at all. Cause I would take a bullet for you, I would take a bullet for you, I would cross any line and swim across the sea. I would take a Oh, 
Remember when we used to flow together back in the park? You would sling guitar licks on the stars in the dark. You say, let's grow together as this world falls apart. I was holding on to hope, but hardly holding the spark. All the rhymes that I wrote, you called joke from the start. It'd be like a pure note, like a quote on the mark. You go to every show and promote from the start. From the beginning, we've been building much more than this art. Remember bearing scars in your car to impart your heart. You cared enough to call my bluff through the jump from the start. That's why you hold it on to half of my heart. You been there through the times, through the nights that were dark. And doesn't matter if you call me wrong. Doesn't matter if you steal my soul. Doesn't matter if we're all alone. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if they call me wrong. Doesn't matter if they steal my song. Doesn't matter if we're all alone. It doesn't matter at all. Doesn't matter if they call me wrong. Doesn't matter if they steal my song. Doesn't matter if we're all alone. It doesn't matter at all. again yeah we are sorry cool song huh? yeah i really like i really like it i um i don't know that i'd ever really read the lyrics before by the way you can get the lyrics oh don't you don't have to tell them where to get the lyrics. but you could just the, search matt kearney i've got them on, on itunes matt kearney k-e-a-r-n-e-y that's a powerful song yeah it's really good it's really really good so it explains a lot about uh unconditional love Mm-hmm. And being there for people. So very, very cool. Well, my dear, we've come to a close yet once again. Shall we pray for everyone? Yes, indeed. All right. Father, I thank you for everyone that's listening. And God, I pray right now with my wife, Amy, that people would know your love in a real and tangible way. That uh, if they if they don't realize how much you care about them, that maybe today they would. Maybe today would be the day that they just opened up their heart and realized how unique and special they are and how much you care about them. God, would you get that through to each and every person that's listening today? Also, God, we pray for those that are hurting right now, that maybe have gone through a rough time. 
gone through a a relationship breakup or or whatever, and we pray that you would bring them comfort and give them grace to be able to pick up the pieces and move on because we know how hard that is, and you especially know how tough it is. And I just thank you, God, that you have grace for all of us. No matter what state our relationships are in, you, you care about us, and you you have grace for us. You love us. You forgive us, and uh, and you and you help us, and you want to be there for us, and you want to comfort our hearts. And so I do pray for that for every single person listening. I thank you for all those that are uh, pursuing you or thinking about you. Would you reveal yourself to each and every person, we pray. And thank you now for everything. I pray, God, that people would celebrate Valentine's Day by acknowledging your love for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. There, I was like, she says amen, but I can't hear her. <laughs> it's because I had put down my mic. Yeah. So I had to say it twice. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, there you go. That was our uh, that was our podcast called Bullet. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I think I'm going to call it. I would take a bullet for you. Maybe people listen then, huh? Maybe. I hey, don't know. We really appreciate all of your feedback and the the few feedbacks we get we always love. So thank mm-hmm. you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Would you write us a note today? You can write to us at Rick at takehimwithyou.com. That's my or email. Amy at takehimwithyou.com. That's her email. And also Facebook.com forward slash Rick dot Moyer or yeah. Facebook.com forward slash Amy dot That's our Moyer. social network. Follow me on Twitter at Moyer777 or visit my video blog with over 380 videos. On YouTube. YouTube.com slash Rick Moyer777. And... I think that's everything. Yeah. So we love to hear from you. Can't so wait thanks to take very you much. on your date. I'm kind February of... February 14th. I'm a little bit nervous. You and I, baby. It'll be you and I up in the sky. Okay. I don't I don't think so. Yep. We're we're not flying anywhere. I work the next day. Yes, but part <laughs> of your hint is up high. Up high? Up high. And one of the members of our family. Hmm. Okay. There we go. Okay. Well, there this has is. been a Moyer Multimedia yeah. LLC production. <laughs> Copyright 2013. All rights reserved. Up high. Hmm. Mm. And go ahead and make sure you eat your crawfish this week. I don't eat crawfish. Yes, you do. No bugs. Mm-mm-mm. Those are crawfish. See you next week, everybody. See y'all. Visit us at www.takehimwithyou.com.